Welcome to the Weird Arts House Presents Uncovering Originals with host Karen L. Tackett and special guest James T. Lane. Hello. Hi, this is so fancy. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Karen, we're we're dinosaurs. Like <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just amazed. I, I don't even pretend. I'm not even pretending to know <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just so excited we're talking. Uh, yes, yes, yes. How are you, love? I'm doing great. It is so good to hear your voice. I'm Always so good to happy. hear you. Mm. We are connecting uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Part two. My good. Okay. The last time that we talked now, I don't want to just start jumping in because I am recording this conversation and Uh I have to make, you know, whoever is listening aware uh, that first of all, this is James T. Lane, who I have known since, since we were children and (laughs) oh my goodness, like really since we were children, um, when we shared the stage together in Europe doing fame, Das Tom's musicale back in the nineties. And, um, and the last time I spoke with James, now he's an amazing performer slash human um, and creative force. And the last time we spoke was really in the midst of this huge reckoning mm-hmm. of uh, the onset of so many things as far as the pandemic and riots and protesting mm-hmm. and uh, just mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. seemed like the, the world was unraveling. And uh, you, James C. Lane, amazingly, I have to say, just amazingly, <laughs> I was in the middle of a Facebook you know, storm just just sort of trying to negotiate my way through the social media frenzy that was that that was happening. And you just bing. You've always been sort of this light, you know, especially on social media. You're the person that goes, you know, if no one else has told you today, let me please be the first to say I love you. And I have cherished those moments mm. <laughs> when I come across them because I always see it exactly when I need to. And it's always yeah. deeply felt, you know, yeah, it, it yeah, goes ahead yeah. and it transcends through. Yeah through you know the virtual space and time so you you know everybody needs a love hug you know like we just like that we love to see it we love to like you know because an an interesting thing that happens with with reading something is um you know you you you're hearing it in your own voice when you read it Mm -hmm. you know so you're you're in effect you know obviously someone is thinking some somebody thought to put it out there but you know you're literally telling yourself that you love yourself right it's true. I wasn't thinking about that. How you know you're you're reading it to yourself. It's your own voice, and that's also right. why how you know you can perceive so many different things that people are saying so differently. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a it's a, it's a double edged sword. You know, it can you know it could it could you know it could it could it could it could it could lift you up in the day, or mm-hmm. it can haunt you in your head. Absolutely. And if you aren't, you know, grounded in the moment, you won't realize that you're projecting, you know, right, at some right, point. Right. You're, you know, it's just sort of an imprint of your own reflections that you have to deal with and walk through. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Baby, you, know? you better and say it's that. So true. I do find that sometimes when I get the most frustrated with what I might be reading, you know, on, on social media. And again, I think it's so funny that you also mention when we're reading, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's funny that you say that because I always historically, even before, you know, because we are dinosaurs mm-hmm. before 
you know, being online or email or anything. Um, a lot of the time, if I had a confrontation with somebody that I had to, that I had to work through, I had a very difficult time just going right up to them and talking about how I felt because not because I was actually afraid of speaking to a person or seeing a person, but because I get very, uh, if my defenses are high, sometimes I can respond reaction, like with a reactionary mm -hmm, tone mm -hmm, and, a, mm -hmm. and it's drenched in sarcasm and I'm mm -hmm. just trying to be clever, you mm -hmm. know, and, like just, <laughs> and just cleverly win, you know, uh -huh. whereas, you know, what, what's the actual point? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to resolve something? Or are you trying to learn something? So I would often resort to stepping back and writing a letter instead. And then I'd read mm. it and read it and like edit it and edit it. And then I'd give it to the person and be like, please read this and know how I feel. And, <laughs> and, and often I would get, you know, sort of like slapped on the hand because it would be like, why don't you just tell me how you feel right. face to face? And it would be like, because I, I actually just don't trust myself in those moments. I'll right. either freeze or I'll react in a way that isn't authentic to how I really feel. Um, mm, mm. And so I actually really do appreciate being able to read and write my feelings mm -hmm. and, and, and read others feelings on social media. But there is that, there is that part of it where it's, it's half you that you're reading. <laughs> right. Right. No matter half you, it's half, you know, like how we hear it, how we, you know, our own experience going into what we read, you know, it's in our own voice, mm -hmm. you know, but you and know, that goes along the, with the creative process. That, oh, absolutely. goes along mm -hmm. with the creative process, you know, like, um, you know, it's it's you know, there's that there's the there's the um, the saying, you know, of 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 like, you know, you know, you got to you know, you got to feel pain to kind of like be creative, you know, or like or like <laughs> yeah. be going, you know, you be emotional ringer to kind of like be in the moment. But, mm -hmm. you know, like creativity also likes a really healthy, well slept person, too. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you know, like you know, with loads of energy and you oh, know, so true. like a, a thought through process, you know, you know like just it, a little bit of groundedness, <laughs> at least one foot, you know, in so, the ground. right? Somebody could do that. That can do the eight shows a week, you know, oh, like 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 that likes all of that too. So oh, you know, <laughs> that you are speaking some truth of the ages, and I'm saying <laughs> because. That is not a sentiment I would have agreed with. It, <laughs> I would have been like, nope, I'm nope. up here in the sky. <laughs> you enjoy your groundedness. I'm up here in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you three to four times a week. <laughs> yep. yep. When I remember. When I remember. Oh my gosh. Oh Lord. I've got a life to live. I've got a life oh to my live. gosh. Those shenanigans that we were. I'm sure. so happy we're here alive in this day and baby, age to talk about it. Baby, here alive and here to talk about it. You know, because mm -hmm. you, you, you mentioned it, you know, you know, a lot of people are not. A lot of people yes. are not. You know, a lot of people are not, and they were conscious, conscious in going and choosing that and a lot of people mm -hmm. didn't know what the hell they were they they, so they you know that that was happening to them and slipped away mm -hmm. from us and you know before mm -hmm. you know so it's 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 a real <clears throat> gift to, uh, to be here and 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 you're here and and to have yep. these conversations about that absolutely wow i remember <laughs> when i was young and going through it and just you know every 
<laughs> I forget. There's some quote from that movie, Best in Show, that makes me laugh so hard. And I forget what it is, but he was like, it was a Friday night and I had just had three Saturdays, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just butchered it, but whatever it was, I was like, yes, that was my daily regime. And right. I, I, I was thinking to myself, then, you know, I'd say, well, I have to go through this because, you know, my parents, they were actually pretty square and they didn't drink and mm. they, they didn't do drugs and they didn't have anything. You know, they didn't give me anything to work with. I, they had no <laughs> stories to share. I didn't know what anything felt like. or So mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm just going to try everything. Right. And then I'll have wonderful stories to be able to tell my children. Mm. And I don't know how I got away with telling myself that and justifying that as mm. like a reason to go out and just tap dance on the edge yeah. of all things. But I relate but, I relate so strongly because my my story, my justification was like um when I started to get into it was like, you know, um now I'll really know what it's like to be black. <laughs> like you know like that was a real like that was that was a part of my I, like a cultural rite of passage if I just mm. you know do those things that that the folks in the in, in my hood that I got out of was right. doing and it would right. make me a better actor mm -hmm. oh absolutely Honey. Absolutely, make me such a deeper artist. Right, you know? right, right. If I and know, have, and then you'd have that creative. Uh, did you just recently say in our conversation that that you know art comes from all of that angst and the pain and all of that? <laughs> right. I am telling you, that's how that used to be my mo. I right. mean, you could not find. You could look in, uh, you know, all my folders of seriously hundreds of songs and find nary a positive one. <laughs> like not. Not one that was like, it's going to be a good day. Like nothing. Weren't interested. It, weren't interested in that. No, it was just, nope, wasn't interested. It was like, no, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to wrench in pain. You're mm -hmm. going to twist and turn around. But then I went through a period of, uh, I think, self-denial where I did write about everything being wonderful, but I wasn't there yet. Right, right. Hopes, <laughs> hopes and dreams. <laughs> hopes and dreams. Yeah. It was like a hopeful, self-fulfilling pro prophecy type thing. And it was like, I, I knew all the answers right. as my life was just un <laughs> right. falling apart. I, I remember all the answers. I remember, I, you know, when I was in my madness and my mother, I had, I had the, I had Karen. I had the Bible open on a book in my in my room. <laughs> my mom, my mother came down in her room. She said, "You ain't reading that Bible." <laughs> <laughs> open, displayed with a light on it, Karen. A light oh lit God. up. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't reading that Bible. Oh, that's so funny. Oh my goodness, Lord. it's so funny. But you know what? Now that I'm in my mid forties, it's funny. I have a lot of patience with people that are where we were at then absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know because i mean i have a lot of patience but I, you know it's it's but it's also like it's like i want you to make it through yeah i mm -hmm. want you i don't want i don't i want to see you here in 10 years or five years absolutely i get, for a purpose <laughs> exactly like i'm like oh I, I yep i hear you and see you and you know i'd like i'd you know, I'm not shunning you, you know, and, you know, because mm -hmm. I, you know, to be quite honest, Karen, like I, you know, there were there were there was a long time even, at, you know, after after I got myself together that I was real resentful for some people who like like left me or like shunned me mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And like and, you know, they were doing it for their own well, <clears throat> well-being and, you know, yeah. and it's but it's but like I was like, you know, I, if I run into that person, I'm going to tell them about or like or like, yeah. why, why didn't they say something to me then? Mm -hmm. You know, that was a good one that I, you know, that I um, oh, yeah. kind of wrapped myself around. And then I was just like, 
you know, it, it is, it was not their responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Now what helped you come to those realizations? What's your sort of, do you have a healing practice? Do you have like a daily regime? Oh that yeah. You, I remember- oh yeah. Um, I, you know, well in this pandemic, I, I'm, uh, I wake up at 3 a.m. Nice. 3 a.m. And, uh, you know, it means I go to bed by 8. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Right. I'm with you. And, I'm, um, I'm by 9. <laughs> right. You know, just out. 9 is a late night, right? And um, <laughs> swinging, swinging, baby. And, um, you know, and I get up and I do, you know, I do my uh, a half an hour of meditation, guided meditation. And then I write, you know, and I, I, I write and kind of just free form writing of like just yes. get just clearing the space. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I practice a program of recovery and, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I go to my meetings and and Wonderful. and do all of the things and, and just, you know, kind of pour into me as much as I can, mm-hmm. you know, a sense of like nourishment to for the for the day. Like and, and throughout the day, it doesn't just end at, you know, when I start the day in quotes, right. you know, it's just like I want those things that that are that are nourishing. Mm-hmm. you know, as much as I can, you know, um, so I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's the consistency has created a practice that, sh- that mm-hmm. shows up every day in my life, but it's consistent, mm-hmm. you know, it's consistent yeah. and I have to work at it and pour into it. And, um, mm. you know, it's given me more than I can even imagine. Beautiful. You know, so how about yourself? Yes. I just love hearing that. I, I have a similar I have a similar consistent routine these days that I appreciate so much and I think also um I didn't realize I was capable of creating one for myself. Mm-hmm. Um I think it took me a long time of I think I was a a little bit of a spoiled brat back in the day mm-hmm. of you know when you're a performer you get and you're on tour specifically mm-hmm. they're like here's your packet right. this is your hotel <laughs> this is your address these are your airplane tickets. This is your doctor. This is your this. They give it all to you. Right. They've got your rehearsal schedule. I didn't have to hardly do anything but just show up right. and, you know, perform. And I think that there's sort of this, um, you know, stereotype that I willingly jumped into of like the the the, the performers just perform and everybody else mm. is running the damn ship. Mm. And you guys just show up and do your little show. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and for years, I think I told myself that I, that that's all I was capable of. Mm. And when I took a step away, other than, you know, writing music and things like that, I always thought I, I believed too much in that. Oh, I'm a creative type. I'm not a this type, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And, and, um, and then when I stepped away from the business, it really helped me step away from a lot of self-destructive habits right. that I was practicing. Um, and substances were included in that. Uh, and, and I think that I might have been self-medicating in a way mm-hmm. um, because I was trying to find some sort of balance in, in a chaotic practice that I had going mm-hmm. on that was not helping me at all. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, um, my mornings are... I, farming has helped me unbelievably like getting literally grounded and digging my hands in the dirt is, is something that is um, it's rooted me into this, this ability to find balance um, mm. and, and sort of, even if there's a storm, 
to sort of just be nestled in the eye of it. Not all the time, you know, like definitely not all the time. I, I'm a human being, but I definitely, I benefit from, first of all, I get up at um, about five in the morning, mm-hmm. but that's only because it's winter. Um, in the summertime, it'll be four. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the winter, I get up at around five <clears throat> and then I have my own moment to myself of, you know, water and meditation yeah, and water. Um, quiet. And then at six, I take my dog out and it's the sun isn't up yet. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just about coming up. So even in this absolutely, you know, freezing cold winter right now, it's so glorious to go out there and take deep breaths of cold air and walk slowly through the woods. There's this, I don't know if it's real, because you know how all these ancient techniques come out mm-hmm. like into 2020? <laughs> yes, right, like, right, right. It's an ancient practice. And you're like, what? And so <laughs> there was this <laughs> there was this one that was like forest bathing. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. But uh, yeah, I heard it. It was on, I mean, I heard it. I read it. It was like a Facebook event. Facebook has me pegged, apparently. They were like, oh, this is right up your alley. Go ahead and forest bathe. And so uh, I, I was like, what is, what is forest bathing? And they were, it's basically walking in the woods. Okay. And like, you know, it's like treating the woods like you're saging out your ah. <laughs> like your body and your mind, body and spirit and the woods and the the, the trees and the, you know, all of the, the, the elements are are helping to clear your mind, body and spirit. So what I do is uh, I take my dog with me and my dog's name is Argus, which is Greek for vigilant guardian. Yes. I feel like he knows, I really feel like he knows that this is my prayer time mm-hmm. because because if I ran into anybody, James, <laughs> they would be like, who is this woods witch? <laughs> I, because I walk through the woods and I feel it, you know, I just draw up that energy um, from from the depths. And then and it's basically I pray, but it's guided. You know, I'm, I'm directing my energy. And first I open up by expressing greetings, uh, gratitude and love to 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 my my creator you know mm-hmm. and 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 all of the elements and then i go through all of you know the forces and people important um to me in my life and i always ended up with i finish it up it usually takes about 20 minutes but i finish with um acknowledging my connection to all things and offering my love and service to all living things mm. because uh, and 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 just without judgment it helps me feel that even like whether we're talking about you know algae or or terrorists or or you know nuns or or children i just want to feel like i am a part of everything right. for even just one even just 5 seconds and there's this wonderful philosopher's quote that that says i am human and nothing human is alien to me right it, right <clears throat> you know and i think especially in in what's happening um, with our world today, it's really helpful to meditate on that, on that phrase, even alone sometimes. And just so that you can just try to find some connection, e- even as actors, we're really, really blessed to be able to try to put on that, mm-hmm. those characters and really embody mm-hmm. those mindsets. And, and some of them are really dark and, and, and dysfunctional, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's because we all have those capabilities in our, in our minds. Right. Um, right. And, and so I think, maybe part of the reason why I even wanted to be an actor or an artist was because I did feel healing powers and healing forces yes. flushing those characters yes, out of my system. Yes, yes, yes. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's that's part of the magic. That's part of, of what we do. 
you know, and, and feeling that and, and, and translating that to a wider audience so that they can see themselves. Oh, so that they can see themselves. Mm-hmm. And that audience, that audience is such a central part in the performance. They don't even know. They don't even know what's happening in that room. They don't even know. They should have bought a ticket, but they get so much more. true it's so true how many of like you know our instincts and our movements and our responses come from whether or not you know we're getting a certain response or or some new comment or feeling or you know they are just as much those uh, silence is deafening yeah and 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 and, oh gosh and not to get all schizophrenic with my with my discussion all right I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend anyone by saying that, but I, I feel myself jumping <laughs> jumping around. Uh-huh. But um, but I, I back to when we were talking over the summer, um, when we were talking, I the reason why we came together to talk was because you were so incredibly graceful, and you reached out in some Facebook post. This is how our conversation started today, and you were saying, "How are you all doing?" white people how are you doing mixed right, families right. what what are the conversations that you're having and and um and it was the first time that i thought that that i had seen actually in this in this huge flow of of uh that i that i had felt like i was given permission mm. to 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 actually say some things mm. because also like I had said to you in, in, in over the summer <laughs> between sobs, you were so good to me. I can't even, <laughs> I'm going to send you like a gift basket or something. I can't even believe. I think I was embarrassed for about three weeks. Oh my that. goodness. I, I swear to God. Oh, I mean, way to like, way to just steal a, like a moment and be like, Oh my God, James, I'm so upset that this is all happening. Please. <laughs> Please comfort me. And then you did. And and, do you know what's funny is like, you know, it's, it's, it didn't even feel that way. Like it it did not even feel that way because, you know, you know, we, we go back. So, you know, it was like, I was, it's, it's, it's nourishing to listen to. It's nourishing to, to, you know, cause like I say, say, you know, I, you know, I'm participating in it just as, just as much in the listening um, mm-hmm. um, seats too, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think you even got maybe five sentences in about what you were experiencing. I was like, yeah, we'll catch up later. No, it was a long, <laughs> but, but I mean, specifically also, I was feeling a little bit like, um, you know, I felt there was so much going on with everybody that it felt like all of my friends and family, just all of us, you know, mm-hmm. and this, like, especially social media. I did note that if I was like walking around in the world, you know, or at the store or doing my daily thing, I could look at strangers and talk to people, right, or, right. you know, and, and we were all cool with one another. Mm-hmm. So it was like the big, huge um, conflict that I was feeling was whenever I would open my phone or get on my computer and just see what the hell was going on on social media and all of the the people firing off at one another back and forth. And I just, I felt like it was so polarizing. Um, yeah. The thing about the, the, the thing about it is that when, when someone, I, I, and, and this is what I try to, to not do, but like when, when someone has a point they, they want to post it's mm-hmm. usually a, a, it's a point 
with one kind of item as the star of the point. And that's mm-hmm. not, that isn't really what's going on with humans. <laughs> where, where there's so much, even in what, the, the, what you're trying to say, there's so, there are other, there are other feelings involved in that. And, and that's what it's, it's, it's so, and then, but, but, but then people are responding to that one point. And mm-hmm. so you're that, like, everybody's there at that one thing. And it's like, right. and it's like, oh, that's, that's, there's so much more going into what you wrote, but you haven't discussed that. Right. You know, and it's, right. it's, it's deep, you know, that's why it's like, oh, you know, like conversations are great, you know, like, because mm-hmm. you get a more feel, you know, you get a, you get a fuller understanding of, of, of the Absolutely. person. Even just getting that that voice, you know, the vibration of the voice, right. you know, it's so much a, is in the voice. Mm-hmm. It makes such a big difference. And to, when I saw that post of yours, at you, it was immediate response, and I just sort of, <laughs> I, I had been, I had been feeling a little bit numb and shocked. I think up until that point, to the point where I hadn't even really talked about things appropriately yet with with my daughter, mm-hmm. and I, and that's not something that is very common. Usually, sure. I have a hard time not talking to my sure, daughter about sure, things. Sure. It's, um, we're sort of an open book with one another, and I just didn't know how to approach um, certain subjects. And also because you know, I had talked to you about my my father's, you know, my grandfather mm-hmm. is half black, and and we having a, a mixed upbringing with on his side of the family, like, I just, I didn't even know where to begin with her. And so I felt so numb and shocked. And then when you reached out like that, even before you texted me in response, just seeing what you said, like, how are you all doing? Mm -hmm. It was so inclusive of absolutely everyone. Mm -hmm. And I just burst into tears. And and I really, really, really burst into tears. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and, And Raven was sitting next to me. And it was like, finally, I was having an emotional response to what was happening around me because it was scaring me that I wasn't having mm, one. Mm, and mm. Um, and so then uh, so then then when we talked on the phone um, or whatever that conversation <laughs> was, it happened. I, I just I felt cr- I felt a little crazy, but you were. <laughs> <laughs> just you and I was out on the farm I remember I, I was you out were out on that farm you were out in the middle of the crop rows just and to be and let me just put things in perspective I was standing on the property the farm that I farm on is it was owned by Governor Andrews who was the person who started the 54th regiment of the Civil War which was the all-black Ooh. volunteer regiment and the house the farmhouse that i was facing while we were talking was um was a a point for the underground railroad there's this special chimney like behind it that used to give certain smoke signals and and there's um there's like chicken feet and all these amazing remnants of of uh in the attic from where people were hiding and it's just this, it was just this unbelievable patch of land. And I'm like talking to you on the phone for 40 minutes and I'm sobbing and I'm like, <laughs> like stuttering and randomly spitting out facts of my family history. Like I'm some, I don't even know what was happening, but you, it was such an amazing example of sort of like just balance. And I, I, I can't, I got off the phone and I was like, James T. Lane, <laughs> I remember. I remember you in a blue powdered suit of some sort. I don't know. Were you wearing a blue powdered suit? A blue suit powdered when suit? We, 
I feel like you had a, or maybe, no, I don't know. But I remember there was some sort of, I remember you in pale blue for some reason when I first saw you at Fame. Maybe you had a, like a light shirt on or something. I don't remember. remember. You know. I was like, this boy is <laughs> so beautiful and so young. Like, and I was young, but you seemed a lot younger. Yeah, I was young. You know what's like, interesting, Karen? It's, it's like... <clears throat> I mean, of course, I, re- I remember Europe and I remember, but like, I don't know if you have this experience. Like, I feel like I live, like, I, I, I've lived two different lives. Like, it's <laughs> like, it's like, I, it's really foggy, but like, mm-hmm. you know, but, and, and it wasn't, it's not even because of what I, maybe it's because of what I did, but in my body. No, I but like, so. it's, it's, it's just, it, it, there's a definite point where I feel like I woke up. And like, yeah. I was like, oh, now I'm alive. Like, you know, like right. I'm awake in my body. Yeah. But like, people would be like, oh, don't you remember? I'm like, nope. And they're like, yeah. how can you not remember that? And I'm like, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and. Were you around 18 at that time? I was like 19. Yep. I was like 19 mm-hmm. years old. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I remember because that's around the age that I was when I, when I also, I did Les Mis at that mm-hmm. time. And. I want to say there's chunks. There's chunks that I remember, but there's large gaps of it that I don't. And there, I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't partying or anything right, at that right. point in my life. I was, I was a brand newbie, you know? Right, <laughs> so, right. Um, it's interesting. I, it's really interesting. I don't know. I wonder Go ahead. when it'll come back. Right. You know, if it'll come back or like, you know, this is, this is really funny. You're going to, you, this is, I've got to tell you the story. So, mm-hmm. When we were in Berlin, you know, I had a little boyfriend and or had a little mm-hmm. something, something, and um, <laughs> something, had a few somethings, and um, and I, oh, but like some were more consistent than others, like like you know, so I, you know, and obviously, you know, nobody had email, so I was writing letters, like we went to Paris, and I would write a letter, and like you know, then I went home and write a letter, and um, and then like, like we felt we fell out of touch, you know, and um. Mm-hmm. When I, and that was 1999, you know, <laughs> I am in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and mm-hmm. um, I get a note from, of all places, the box office in, tw- in 2015. Oh, my and, goodness. And the box office, e- they email me and they say, hey, there's somebody looking for you um, saying that, like, they used to be your boyfriend in Berlin. And I was like, what? And I was like, and how is the box office in Hartford, in Hartford Connecticut, where I'm doing Kiss Me Kate regionally? How are they telling me about my boyfriend from Berlin? And they said, he wants oh to get in God. touch with you. Can we, you know, can we send him your email? And they said his name. And his name is Ollie, Oliver. And I was like, that's kind of familiar. <laughs> like don't really remember and i was like this is before i was doing all of that stuff and i was like right how am i how so i was like yeah i was like yes he can you know so we are emailing and he's like james oh my goodness and we talk on the phone i'm so glad to hear from you oh my goodness you know it's been oh. so long and i'm like ollie i i don't i don't oh. remember who you are Oh and he he said he was like you don't remember me, James? And then <gasps> and then listen to this, honey, Karen. He had the receipts, honey. Oh my! He, no, he did he not. He sent me pictures of letters. 
that I wrote to him and I'm, you know, and I was just coming into the sexuality and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm just coming out and like, and I was like, and it's nice to like have a boyfriend. And it was like, I really don't know how this goes. Like looking at my 19 year old handwriting, talking about what that is, honey, he had the receipts and I, and I, and, and, and so, so when he sent me a picture I I remembered the essence of him, but I didn't remember him. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I totally get it. That's amazing. It's absolutely, amazing. I mean, we're like the best of friends, and we laugh about it all the time. We're like, I'm the, I'm, you know, I'm the boyfriend that you don't remember, but now we're best friends. Oh my god! Because that's hilarious, <laughs> and how perfect. I just love, and your authenticity and getting back to him. You could have played that such a different way, and. And because you didn't, because you were just, okay, this person needs to know the right. truth. You And now you have cultivated this really beautiful, like, friendship. friendship. He so comes beautiful. to... And you want to know what? I believe that there was a reason why in that space and time, you needed to see those letters. Yeah. Oh, you know, that yeah. You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He remembers, and he remembers how we met. Like, he remembers he were, we were at a oh club. We were at a club in East Berlin called Neunzigrat, 90 degrees. And, oh and I had these red patent leather sneakers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, like knew me from top to bottom. Like, and remember, and I was just like, oh, well, oh you know, goodness. like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That is priceless. 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 Oh, what a beautiful story. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you are both like friends today mm-hmm. that's fantastic mm-hmm. oh my gosh how funny no i am with you on all of that there's like little pockets of things that i remember very clearly but i know that there's quite a few things that if they were brought to my attention i'd be like what i no don't remember don't that remember at all that sorry at all. but you know what my father has um advanced dementia right okay. now maybe it comes back then wow. because i sit in the room with him sometimes mm-hmm. and he sits next to me and he he plays out, he plays things out and he's, he's there, Really? you know? Yeah. He's not here. He's not here in this time and space. Like I'm having, I am tripping out on spending time with my father at this phase in, of, in, in his life because it really, um, it really awakens me actually to, to wondering about the rest of our brain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and where all of these memories and maybe not just memories of this lifetime, right. you know, like maybe we're storing some things from, you know, eons ago mm-hmm. in areas of, of our brain that we haven't even uncovered yet. But there, I mean, there was one specific incident with my father and I, oh my gosh, we've talked for ages, but I, but this one quick little, I have not talked about one show <laughs> that you've done. <laughs> okay. That is hilarious. But wait, really quickly, my father, I was over at my parents' house, and that's a lot of what's the main reason why we moved back to to Massachusetts yeah. from from Colorado um, was because my dad survived this this major stroke, and he had already had accelerated dementia. And my dad, he's eighty seven years old, wow. and he was um, a high school all American football player at a time when helmets were made out of leather Oof. and there were no face masks. So he was like hospitalized repeatedly Oof. with concussions and things like that. And if there was ever like a CET candidate. <clears throat> You know how they they find that disease mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. you know autopsies and things. But my dad, um, his at least my life with him has been. Um, I just admire mm-hmm. him for everything he has perse- persevered through physically and mentally. But he, um, when I was over at his house, 
uh, I was out in the yard because we've we've transferred a couple of their acres into garden space um, and farm space. So I was working with the land and I heard my dad's in the front yard screaming my name, like screaming my mm. name. And, you know, this was over the summer. And I uh, and I ran to the front yard and he was gone. He's quick. And so, <laughs> and so I was like, where is this guy? Then all of a sudden I hear screaming from the backyard. And I was like, all right, damn. And so I went through the house. He's in the backyard screaming my name. And I said, dad, what's going on? And he turned around and he looked at me and the look on his face when he saw me and he saw what I looked like and what I was wearing. He looked like he had just leapt back in time from another place. And he was so confused that I had to help him get inside and help him sit down. And he was shaken and he started crying and he was looking at himself and he said, no, 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 you weren't wearing that. Like where is everybody? The house was full of people and we were getting ready to go to a wedding and we were all waiting on you. And, and, and he said, but you weren't wearing that you were all dressed up and why are you wearing that? And then he looked at himself and he said, where's my tux? And he got, and it was just, we had to sit down and then like, and then he had to deal, you know, in five to 10 minutes cycling afterwards of this, like, I'm not crazy. That happened. I was there, you know? Um, and, and I actually felt grateful to be there because and maybe it's because of all of what we went through in our right. earlier years and experimented with, but I was right, ready. And right. I was like, you know what, dad, you know what? I am not going to tell you that you weren't there. I'm not going to tell you that you weren't just ready to go to a wedding. And I'm not going to tell you that you weren't in a plane of existence where you were surrounded by family and waiting for me and ready to go. But I'm letting you know that you returned to my plane of existence, mm-hmm. which is right here in 2021. And there's no wedding and there's no people, but you just did, you did a quick time jump and, and you're, and, and, and you're at that phase of your life where that's going to happen. But like, wow. I'm letting you know that I'm here now and we're here now. Right. And, and, right. and it's okay. Yes. You know? Yes. And, yes. To all of that. Yes. You know, and I, it, these, I wonder, you know, when James, when I'm hope, hope to goodness that when I'm at 87, if I get that far for, mm-hmm. you know, God loving and hoping I only, my poor daughter's going to have to sit through stories <laughs> about what you and I did. <laughs> it's not going to be a wedding. It is not going to be a wedding. <laughs> I'm going to be like saying some things. Baby, baby, <laughs> they better, you know, it'd be stuff for the movies. <laughs> so I'm just going to let her know things now. A little bit no by surprise. everything. <laughs> just give her some references, some yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I <laughs> totally get it. You know, I mean, sheesh, sheesh. Oh, my goodness. Life is. Life is, it's truly, it's truly a wonder Mm -hmm. (laughs) on and off stage. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, you know what, James, I'm not going to talk to you about the Scottsboro boys or King Kong or, um, let's see, let's go down the list. (laughs) Oh, a chorus line. Come on. No, wait. I want to talk about a chorus line. (laughs) Sure. Um, because, okay, so you were part of the Revival. Ensemble, yes, right? yes, the original um, original cast member of the Revival, yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Have you ever read the book on the line? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Talk about a show that is all about creative energy that comes just from like authentic conversation. Right, right. That was that was really amazing. I you know, I'm really good friends with Bayork Lee, who is the uh, original Connie. Um Oh no. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, she's the keeper of the flame of a course line. And um and we mm-hmm. just lost Bob Avion, who was the co director and co choreographer. Uh he, he just I passed away. That. I saw that. Um but oh. um, you know, she was talking about because she's like a mentor of mine, and we were talking about my I wrote I wrote a, a play called Triple Threat, which is is a one man show where I play like twenty one characters in the show. And I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. It um, it and it's funny that uh, uh, it, it uh, they just it was it was paused due to COVID. Um, I was in rehearsals mm-hmm. for it all last fall, and no and kidding, it, they, they paused it in December, and we were like, you know, I was really upset, kind of. I I call it sad. Understand, <laughs> you know, like I sad understand, <laughs> and uh, but like you know, I just got noticed the other day that we're gonna we're going to go forward with it and it's going to happen in May. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, so, but like I was talking to Bayork and, um, and, and you were talking about, you know, out of conversations or, or, or what these people are. She was telling me about, you know, in those, in those early tapings of, of a chorus line, you know, they didn't know it was, it was a chorus line. They just sat around and were talking mm-hmm. and, and, you know, right. and, and relating and, 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 um, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, she, she, people were talking about their lives and, mm-hmm. and that turned into, you know, um, a chorus line. And, um, but she was like, we, you know, we, when we were crafting, they were crafting the play and, and, mm-hmm. and my, in, by York, it, um, in, in my doing the play, cause she's, she does the major productions all around the world. She's like, I wow. know these people. I know them because I live them. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I, there've been friends from mine for over fifty years. She was like, but wow. like, oh, they're full people to me. So when I give these characters to, um, to these new young babies, I'm giving them Oof. full people. And she wow. said, James, she said, do you all the characters that you play in this show? She said, do you do you know their story from, you know, the beginning of their birth to death? That slapped me in right. my face, honey. Because I was right. like, "How?" She said, "She's." Then she said, "Because if you don't, then your play isn't ready to be seen." Wow! It's, my <laughs> God! I said, "Smack, smack!" And oh, yeah, smack. You know. And she said, "You need <laughs> no to know way. these characters." She said, "You need to know these characters to play these characters." She said, "But here's the other thing: Dang. when, when, when Denzel Washington wants to produce this." When, when, mm-hmm. you know, these wonderful things happen that you don't, you can't see yet, your play is your play. It's not somebody guessing about these characters. Right. You've got right. it written down from birth to death Oof. who these people are. So there's no, you are the writer. She said, you are the writer. <laughs> she said, oh you goodness. know, the, there's no ifs, ands, or bets about who these people are when, 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 when other eyes are there. Like when, when the, when the, when, you know, when the, uh, the, the director or, or when the producer, when like, there's no, everybody's on the same, uh, everybody's in the same way knowing about what you wrote. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the pages. Wow. It's right there. 
<laughs> you know, I need wow. these characters to feel this way or I need this mood to be <clears throat> in this way. It's written down. Mm-hmm. And she said she, it's, mm-hmm. she was because she was like, because, you know, I was like moaning that the play was canceled. And she was like, it's it, or not it can't postpone. She's like, it's postponed because you're not ready to do it. Oh, honey. Oh, I love this woman. Honey. So I got, you know, I got to the work. I got back to the work because, you know, you do the work. It's not I mean, I, I I'm not I do the work. But there was another right. layer in which I right. there was further further development. There was more, more to, go. to go. There was more ev- evolution. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is! I, I'm so glad we talked about a chorus line because I feel like you just served me a little bit of a lesson <laughs> <laughs> that I needed, that I actually needed to hear right now. Mm. That's amazing. Like anyone that creates art, anyone that writes, anyone that 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 wants to, to create yeah. something has to create it in fullness in and it has fullness. to be ready. It, 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 has, it has to go through the cycle. It has cycle. to go through the cycle. It has to go through development and, 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 and full, you know, like, like if you, you know, mm-hmm. just one person's life is, is so full, you know, imagine trying mm-hmm. to, and you know, everybody's life isn't up on the st- Everybody's full life isn't up on the stage, but, it, <laughs> but right. the, the parts that we choose are coming from mm-hmm. a full life. Absolutely. And the process, it's, I mean, the process, uh, I mean, one, something that, that Jeremy says, you know, as a biodynamic farmer is process over product. And by no means is he saying that he doesn't give a damn if the potatoes don't taste good. But what he's saying is that the potatoes aren't going to taste good unless he honors the process, you know, fully and gives the process equal weight, equal respect, you know, and, 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 and has um, reverence for it. And, the more I get into agriculture, I compare it to the creative process all the time. Like what you're saying about this, this play of yours. Can you tell me what it's called? It's called again? Triple Threat. And Triple Threat. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's, it's called Triple Threat and it's a play that moves and sings. That moves and sings. Is that yeah. the tagline? And I yeah. love And it. it's, you know, dance is the heartbeat, like the blood of the play, but it's a play. I mean, it's, you know, and, and it's, it's a play on words really. You know, it's a, it's obviously it's a, I'm a, I'm a dancer who sings and acts, you know, like I do all of it. Yeah, That's yeah. what a triple threat is and what we know it, but I'm telling the story of a, you know, of, of, um, you know, being black, gay and an alcoholic. So that's mm-hmm. the play on words. Another form of a triple right, threat. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. What an amazing journey that, that how long is this? Um, it's, <laughs> it's several thousand <laughs> hours and, uh. <laughs> I literally age like all the stage. Oh, Just had to bring him in there, you know. Had to bring yes. him in there. <laughs> Robert, Robert Johnson, Johnson. Aged, to aged to dust. Aged <laughs> to dust. <laughs> no, but what I mean, talk about that though. Like you're putting all of those elements into into a, a piece that has to like what what time out to about yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Like you know when it all like we the the sweet spot is seventy five minutes because it's mm-hmm. you know it's a lot you know and you know I use a lot of pathos and I use a lot of um mm-hmm. you know other 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 elements to kind of like make it palatable because it's a, it's a story yeah. it's a real it's a survivor story i'm here to tell it you know but right. you know but you know i'm a song and dance man so there's got to be some razzle dazzle oh 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! You know? I, I, are we going to be able to? I mean, it's going forward. Yeah, it? it's going to be streamed I'm, on. It's going to be streamed so online at the Zeters Theater, the Z Theater, like T H E Z dot org, is is Great. the um the the theater that it will be at in in, in Virginia Beach, where it will be streamed from. Um, oh, I'm so yeah. I'm so it's gonna to be it's, it. it's 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 absolutely amazing <clears throat> in in a pandemic. You know, like that. This is. In a pandemic. And what a powerful yeah. time. What a powerful time to bring something like this, to give birth to a project Yeah, like it's this. really exciting. Yeah. That's beautiful. I didn't even know that you were doing that when I called and asked you to be a guest on this particular <laughs> theme. And you are so damn humble. You didn't even say. You were just like, well, well, okay, let's just talk. Glad to, have to talk, glad to have something to talk about. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, you know, it works. It works out well. It works out well. I am oh, mad I at it. Love that. Well, we while I'm, I know that I keep saying it's time to wrap up, but I just don't want to stop talking to you. So whatever, people are just going to have to keep listening. But the, but one thing I want to talk about is how big is your creative team? Now we're just um, right here in, in in New York City. Where it's just me and the director choreographer and a stage manager because of covid um mm -hmm. you know that's that's what we're working with right now so when you were first creating the project now i'm gonna get oh man i just i'm gonna open up a whole new thing let's talk about how the inspiration comes to you when you sit down did you consciously say i'm going to sit down and i'm going to write this project and i'm going to schedule time for me to sit down and write this project or were you feeling were you feeling urges or pulsations or like oh this is coming up in me and i've just got to sit down and plug it out and wow i think something's happening here let's give it shape well, how, what's you what was your uh, well it's it's gone through a, a few changes and metamorphoses it started mm -hmm. in and i would say in um in 2015 actually when i was working in london i had been there for about a year and a half and i was working at a theater called the young vic and we were doing the scottsboro boys there and um the artistic ah. director david land i asked for a meeting for him with him and he was like great you know and and i was like i had i want to you know i want to do this project about sammy davis jr and he said i love sammy davis jr he said but he said, I'm interested in James Lane. And I was like, really? huh? And he was like, I, you know, I, I'm, I like who you are. He was like, and what I see, what you're doing on the stage and how you approach your work. He was like, do you write at all? And I was like, no. And he was like, and oh he was my like well, I think you should write something. You know, what would you write about? And so I was like, well, I, you know, I didn't know what I'd write about. But then I started writing wow. little vignettes of my my time, you know, in active alcoholism, like when I was out there. And mm -hmm. I and and you know, and I started just sending him little vignettes, little stories about my time. And he was like, "This is you." And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "The person oh, that wow. I see today is not." who is represented on these pages. Keep writing, keep writing. Wow. And that writing turned into a commission from the young Vic. No Yeah, kidding. so about for about two years, they gave me a collaborator who is a guy named uh, David Thompson. David Thompson is the book writer for Chicago, the musical that is, is you know, the one that's all over. And, um, and, and the Scottsboro <laughs> Boys and Steel Pier. And so it was like being in grad school oh with, with like a very successful playwright. 
And oh yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And um, but eventually, and so and so, and it started out as these vignettes, and then we, t- I turned it into like a seven-person play, and I'm writing scenes, mm-hmm. and I'm writing characters, not really writing any songs, but like it was a play. And um, we, we mm-hmm. discussed how dance would be the kind of language that move, like movement would, would kind of glue it all together. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, the, David Land left the Young Vic. The commission um, ended and my rights came before we could get it to kind of like a stage production, like a, a workshop mm-hmm. or any type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't, we were still writing and starting to kind of still finding our way in that. So it never happened. Mm-hmm. So. In 2018, I kind of retained my soul rights. And, um, you know, so I was like, okay, here I am in America. What can I do here? And not mm-hmm. until I would say uh, I, I went to play Bert in Mary Poppins at Drury Lane in Chicago. I love it. Oh, it I was wish fantastic. I'd seen that. It, I, it was, it was, if I, I don't roll out of bed and do shows, that's just not me. But like, if I, if <laughs> I, if, if there was ever a show where I felt that was like so me from top to bottom that I could just wake up and you do it, just... that playing Bert and Mary Poppins is that wow. show. Wow. Like, I was in wow. my, I was in my creative element in, 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 in all wow. aspects. And, I started to really tinker with my own show. Like I, I started to do little readings of it. I changed the title. Oh, it was wow. called Four and a Half Years. And I mm. changed the title to Triple Threat because I was like, well, what am I doing? Like, like this is, and then I start, and it went from like being something that was like all these people to like one person <laughs> being a triple threat on that stage. I and that's when, and then I sent, I sent copies and it was a narrative. It didn't even look like a show yet. Um, I sent mm-hmm. copies of it to like 200 people that I knew, everybody I knew, like, like who could do, and you know, and didn't hear anything back. Didn't hear a thing back. And, wow. and then um, the pandemic happened in March and in April or May, I heard back from the Z theater um, I had given a copy of um of of one of the readings that I did with um uh, to 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 the artistic director there, and he said, you know, I think your show would be great coming out of this pandemic because it's a one man show, and and we can mm-hmm. really, you know no social distancing or anything we have to worry <clears throat> about, small creative mm-hmm. team, and um and I was like, sure. oh my goodness, like it's actually happening, and so I wow. started to write again and really. Re- you know, just kind of discover. I picked a, a director choreographer, a guy named Kenny Ingram, who is a song and dance man himself turned mm-hmm. director choreographer. So I was like, that is exactly who wow. I need, you know, um, yeah, you know, absolutely. at the helm. And um, so in August, I think we started to officially work on the script. And uh, so I did that f- uh, on on the on Zoom with him for about a month, and then in September we started working in the studio, just me, Kenny, and my stage manager Shaq, and um, we mm-hmm. worked September September ninth, I think, through December eighteenth. And you know we were go we were all ready to go towards tech in two weeks in January, mm-hmm. and then December eighteenth mm-hmm. that's when they called and they said we just looking at the numbers we just cannot um con- consciously mm. bring this you know down here because it would be right. not good right and so i was right. devastated and and i felt mm. like, i felt strangely embarrassed you know it was weird 
you know, but I just, I had to work through all of that with the help of like lots of help, you know, and like, you know, conversations mm -hmm. and just talking about all, like how I feel honestly. And, um, and then, um, and then, so in January I said, okay, well, I will continue to, you know, work on my script and like, I get up and I, I say my lines in the mornings, you know, cause, cause it's a, it's a one man <laughs> show. I don't want to lose that. You know, I've gotten right. all of that into my system. I don't want to have to learn right. all of that again. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Right. So, terrible. so I just kept doing the work and then I joined in, this is interesting. I joined an acting studio online called the Jen Waldman studio and okay. the stuff, the material that I'm using in the studio is my own material mm -hmm. that I wrote, which is Perfect. amazing because I get to really yeah. work in these characters that I developed and that I did these character That's analyses awesome. on. So it's, 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 it's so divine. It's so divine. How did you hear of Jen, the Jen, was it just a well, it's thing I, that you... She's been, she, it's funny, she mentions it. In 2015, she actually came to the opening of, of the Scottsboro Boys in London. And that's when we oh, met okay. the first time. And, um, and I've always heard about her acting studio in, in the world. And, um, and, um, and mm -hmm. I just said, you know what? I need this type of structure because I feel like we're in the second semester of the pandemic. Like, it's like, ooh, <laughs> like, ooh, <laughs> this second semester is hard. Honey. Right. <laughs> um, so I said, let me put some things in place that are like anchors. Cause like, cause I feel like I was supposed to be in, like in the theater now. So I was like, I don't, sure. I, you know, that's, that's a, that's a strong feeling. Let me really use that feeling. So I'm in an acting studio mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, in my voice lessons and I, I take drum lessons too. Yeah, yeah. I go into Manhattan and yeah. do the drum lessons and stuff like that. Um, oh, it's so much fun, but, um, so I, uh, Oh, it's a dancer. How perfect Oh, it's great. It's that? still hard. It's still hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it's related, definitely. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, and then um, and then I literally, so so I was just been in these studios, and I'm, you know, working with some people. I'm choreographing some things as well as teaching. And then I just got the email maybe uh, Thursday, so it's this is Sunday, like you know, a few days ago, saying that like, hey, we're we're back on it, and we're gonna be doing it in May. So this is this is this is amazing. That's fresh. fresh. That's excellent. Oh, wonderful! What a, and it's been years now that yeah. you. Yeah, it's so funny. When think of the creative process it's 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 lengthy and and that's it that goes back to what um i'm gonna i'm gonna just completely butcher her name the the chorus by line. york um thank you <laughs> by york um but it goes back to what she's saying about giving things space right. and time and and really there are no coincidences or accidents all in it's all part of the process and it's all meant you know that that time and that space is necessary for the evolution right. of the piece it's it's brilliant. And now when it's happening in May, it's going to be, it's going to be exactly what it's right. supposed to be. I'm so right. excited. I'm so excited. Now the creative team that you're working with, are you, are you having, are there awkward moments or are you having like a, a fluid? <laughs> well, Kenny and process? I are cut from the same cloth. So that's, that's an easy, mm -hmm. you know, thing, but you know, we, we, I, you know, you, I have to give over my baby to him, you know, like, so right. Yeah, that's it's like, thing. so I really have to be like, you know, he's seeing some, he's seeing more than what I can see. And I have to trust mm -hmm. that. Isn't yeah. that funny? And, 
and scary. scary. And he's very kind to me. Like he's like, I know it's your baby, <laughs> you know, like you know, and like that's a scary thing, you know, like, but he's he's very kind and gentle and pushes when when I need you know, and I you know and I feel when he's pushing mm-hmm. and I go, you know, un- unless it's something that I really mm-hmm. want to push back on. And then we have a discussion about that. Right. But the script, I now- mean my goodness, like when we started in the th- in in the in this rehearsal studio in September the script has gone through like 24 drafts since wow. then yeah so it's since, since september. september yeah wow so it's beautiful. a it's a process even in that it's not mm-hmm. in um you know you know this is a terrible phrase but you got to learn how to you know you got to you got to be willing to kill your babies yeah. You know, it's terrible. Um, you know, but uh, but that's the phrase. It's you know, don't I I don't I take that to heart oh personally. Gosh. You know, I love it. I think I've only gotten as far as cut the cord. <laughs> I don't think I I took the next yeah, step. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. But it's so true. That's actually oh, what yeah. it feels like. You know, like with like the, the the creative pieces that I've you know when you when you take that step and it's it's not yours entirely mm-hmm. anymore and you're you're giving it over to those people to trust it it becomes it grows it becomes, becomes something, something else. else it becomes because everyone's putting their right. creative input into it and it's beautiful but I remember some of those times it's like you have to be surrounded by those people that that's you can it. trust and who can and 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 who you can that's be yourself it. 100% that's it just one mm-hmm. it's wow and it sounds like you've completely yeah. found that which is which is so <laughs> great i'm so happy for you i had no idea what a great thing i'm so excited we were just gonna have a regular <laughs> phone conversation that probably wouldn't have gone any differently <laughs> and uh and i wow i i really hope that people get to listen to this um to this episode i think there are some really great uh, morsels in here to, to chew on as far as just just life and and how we have to sort of take our time and forgive ourselves and and really get the lessons from all of yeah. the process you know the the highs and the lows and all of those places in between and even the most subtle places that don't that might seem to be insignificant you know as far as getting getting phone calls from box offices <laughs> with past boyfriends you don't even right, remember right. <laughs> like those are piv- those can be pivotal moments if you really seize them mm-hmm. as opportunities as creative mm-hmm. opportunities so wow i'm just blown away <laughs> this has been the best, been the best. Thank you so much. My absolute much. pleasure. My pleasure. Lovely talking with you. I, so good talking to you. I love, I love you, you too, so much. Let's yes. do this again very soon. The magical and stupendous James T. Lane. I am so grateful that he could be a guest on Uncovering Originals. And based on our conversation, I am inspired to share an original of my own with you called Plans. And in our discussion... We certainly unraveled so many memories, some of which changed the course of our lives and some of which we didn't even remember, but still changed the course of our lives. And the song Plans was written in 2000, late 2017, following my father's very traumatic series of major strokes which he survived from and rehabilitated from. And this uh, occurrence really helped inspire myself and my family to 
pack up what we thought was a rather permanent place uh, in Colorado, which we had settled into um, our little tribal community in Manitou Springs, who we still love and adore and even still work with today, virtually, thank goodness. Um, So before I left Colorado and was still sort of figuring out uh, how we felt and whether or not this was the time to move and um, trying to wrap up all of our businesses that we were um, thriving within at the time. And uh, what helps me, of course, uh, therapeutically is to write and to create art. So uh, I wrote this song, Plans, all about how you know, sometimes <laughs> you think you're you're going one way in life and carving this particular path out for yourself, and then you realize that really life is not about your plans. <laughs> it's about a lot of things. Uh, the first verse I wrote actually about my daughter Raven Sue um, when I oh, just put her in the hands of an absolute butcher of a dentist. I mean, talk about Little Shop of Horrors dentist times six. And uh, she went through an absolutely horrifying procedure that I'll never forget. Um, And I continue to apologize for sporadically to this day when she was three years old. And so I wrote a verse about that. And um, the second verse is dedicated to the growth spurts that uh, occur within marital or monogamous or long-term commitments specifically my sacred and invaluable marriage to my unbelievable husband, Jeremy Tackett. And the last verse uh, is dedicated to the knowledge that my father needed me and that I, it was never my intention to not be there for him in times of crisis or trouble. And it was sort of the realization that I needed to turn around and come back home uh, to land back here in Boxford, Massachusetts, the absolutely gorgeous and infinitely inspiring town of Boxford, which I love so much, these woods that raised me. So thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the dynamic and deeply rooted James T. Lane, and I hope you also enjoy plans. Have a wonderful, wonderful, safe, warm, happy, healthy weekend. Stay inspired. Stay weird.